0: MyMac Podcast 2.99 Tricentennial Minus 1 You're listening to the G-Men On the MIMAC.com Podcast
1: Hello, I'm David Owen And when I'm really Excruciatingly bored I listen to the G-Men com
2: podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to, oh, well, as Guy said, tricentennial minus one, Map podcast number 299. Boy, am I getting excited. And tonight, again, the G-Men, myself, and I believe Guy's on the other end of the line. Am I, am I here? I think I'm here. <laughs> You're taking your tablets tonight,
0: Guy. Uh, well, yeah, I kind of have to. You know, that's what the court ordered, but let's not go into that. Oh no, we'll we'll leave that one for now. <laughs> let's, let's let's move on to listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably that's the safe bet. Uh we got something off of Twitter from Glenn Dallas who was having some uh some problems uh clicking on through to get some oh some of the some of the links and stuff from some of the older podcasts, and there's a reason for that, and we'll we'll go into that in just a moment. Uh the other part was that he wanted to know how to enter the uh the 300th podcast contest and tell him how gaz well he has to send an email to
2: feedback nope, at nope. my mac not oh, feedback no 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 at contest yes
0: <laughs> See, I, I don't podcast, know contest. How... podcast
2: contest, podcast <laughs> contest. Now you see you're, you're confusing me now. Does he have to send it to podcast contest or just contest? Just contest. You see, I, I've not entered, so that's I've well, got we no can. idea it to We're but not he allowed. Has to, he has to send an email uh, to contest at mymac dot com, um, and obviously he has to give us some details um, about himself. Yep, name, um, name. Uh, do are we also looking for a telephone number? I believe.
0: Yes, telephone number, uh, Twitter handle would be, or not a Twitter handle. Oh, god! Skype handle. Tw- a Skype handle. Yeah, if if you have a Skype name, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but your telephone number, so that we can call you, if possible, and let you know that you won, and hopefully record part of it, so that uh, you can be on the next show. You you don't have to talk to me. You know, I mean, there's lots of people in the world that don't like to talk to me, but that's a whole no, that's other right. story. But- no, but do they have to put something in the subject line just uh-huh. just three hundredth contest if they want Good, man. you know this Good. is this is the only contest that that's running through my Mac right now, so yeah. you know we can we we can filter it out yeah think. yeah, I think we can figure it out or or whoever whoever is getting all this stuff um the other problem he was having was uh if he clicked on the read more link. Now, this is what what a lot of people probably don't know. If you're not a, a regular visitor to MyMac.com, I'm not talking about the podcast. I mean the website itself. And if you don't regularly go to MyMac.com, shame on you. It's a great site. Uh, we've just had a major change in the way the site looks. Probably the first redo in, I'm guessing, almost 10 years. I'm hoping to get uh, Fearless Leader on... Uh, after the, the 300th podcast contest. Uh, I'm sorry. After the 300th podcast craziness <laughs> is, all, is, is all done. Something about saying 300 podcasts, I just feel like I have yeah. to shout you're out be, contest be, right afterwards. Yes,
2: that's right. You're going to be doing that for about three or four shows afterwards. and de- Guy, can you calm down,
0: please? <laughs> huh? I, I just like the contest. I want more contest. So um, they they just got the, uh, the new look of the website, uh, up and running, and you know there's lots of bugs to work out. You have to remember that MyMac.com has been around since 1995, and that's a lot of content. That's a lot of content. So it, it's going to take a little bit of time to 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 kind of work out all the bugs. Um, unfortunately, if and basically the way that Glenn Dallas had had come to to this little problem was he he clicked on the the podcast link at the top of the page which takes you to just the podcasts. And at the bottom of each one of the entries, there's a little button that says Read More. And, you know, you would think that Read More would take you to a page that would have, you know, all the links for that show and all the rest of it, but for whatever reason, it takes you to the MP3 for that, you know, if you want to listen to it through your browser. It takes you to the MP3 version of the show. So... Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that we'll get that fixed fairly soon. I mean,
2: we you know we say lots of bugs that you know they're not major bugs; they're little little tweaks that need uh, need adjusting slightly, and it's things like that. So, but bear with us, and we'll we'll get there as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, and you know, again, remember, there's a lot of content, and yeah. typically, yeah. if there's a problem with one particular type of content. It's going to be the same problem for all variations of that particular type of content, which means that uh, Fearless Leader will have to go through probably 299 shows by the time this one comes out and make that little change. And again, it's probably just a minor little tweak but he'll have to do it 299 times unless unless there's a magic button that fixes everything. Ah, he's got a magic button. He's yeah. got. A magic well, button. for anyone who's done web design, you know that there are no magic buttons. <laughs> <laughs> that when something gets screwed up, it's usually it's usually pretty bad. But if you want to get a hold of us like Glenn Dallas did, uh, we have lots of ways you can do it. Uh, I can be reached at guy@mymac.com. At I can
2: be reached at Gazmaz. Oh no, not Gazmaz, At uh, gaz at mymac dot com. I repeat that, that's gazatmymac.com. Is that with a Z? Um, yes, G-A-Z. Um and I, <laughs> I said I said Gazmaz and that's my Twitter handle. So if you go to twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, that's where you'll find me on Twitter.
0: And I can be also be found on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. I was waiting for that. I had to wait for that. <laughs> and and we have a telephone number that... We uh, yes, we do. That that apparently lives in obscurity. And I'll tell you what that number is, Gaz, because no one else seems to care except you and me. Let me tell you what the number is, Gaz. Oh,
2: please. It might make a difference. It's
0: 703-436-9501. Nope, not feeling any different.
2: Well... Uh. Okay.
0: Let me say it, let me let me say it again then. Say 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 it in your best DJ voice. Okay,
2: and I'll say I'll say it slightly differently. Okay. You can reach us on seven zero three four
0: three six nine five zero one. Call today. <laughs> well, this has been kind of a uh, busy week, week and a half in the Apple universe. Now, uh, we typically record this show. On Tuesday evenings, uh, very late in Gaz's time and uh, early evening in my time. And right after we finished recording last week, there was a big, big release. 10.6.4 of OS ten was released. And we could sit here and, and probably wax poetically about all the changes that they made. But that would be boring because everybody else does that. And you've all probably got it anyway now. <laughs> yeah, probably. So let's just say it includes Safari 5 and it fixed some security stuff. And I think and, that pretty much covers and, and, most of it. Yeah. And, and for
2: those of you that haven't done the update, there, there seems to be very little in the way of complaints about it breaking anything. So uh, if you were hanging back just uh, to make sure that uh, it didn't break anything, I've not heard pretty much of anything. Um, no, so have I. go ahead, either grab that combo. Um, a downloader if you've uh, got multiple machines to do, or go to Software Update and uh, get your fix on 10.6.4.
0: Yep, seems to be pretty good. Uh, Also, last week, iTunes 9.2 was released. I don't think this came as a big surprise surprise. to anybody because there's (laughs) there's some device that's going to be released over the next couple of days. I I can't quite remember what it is. I'll tell you what, Guy, I've actually
2: seen some videos of unboxing.
0: You're kidding! Some people have already nope. gotten it.
2: Yep, yep. I've seen three, uh, two or three videos of people unboxing them.
0: Well, I won't be getting one for at least a year. I'm still under contract for my 3GS.
2: Yeah, I'm still on a Nokia. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you did get iTunes 9.2, it, it pretty much it was iPhone 4 syncing iBooks syncing and you know why you would want to read a book on a three and a half inch screen is beyond me, but some people must enjoy that kind of thing. And yeah, I think I think iBooks has changed slightly because you can read PDFs quite easily
2: now. Uh, oh, I'm sure through, that through iBooks? I'm, yeah, I'm not sure whether that came with um, um with the iOS um
0: update or the update. iTunes update. Yeah,
2: I'm not sure which one it came with, but um, anyway, no, it's, this, it's this, tomato the, know, tomato. So, yeah and there are a few other tweaks in nine point two so i yeah. think
0: around. general preparedness for i o s four which you know yeah, i I, st- I still don't like that name, but you know <laughs> like like yeah. apple cares um another big change the you know there was the 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 beta or beta depending on what part of the pond you live on for mobile big, me okay. let's call the whole thing off. Okay. uh big inter- big interface change seems to be mail and contacts. T- to, to kind of make it look more like you'd see on the, on the iPhone or the iPad. Or the
2: iPad, yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a new navigation that, screen that pops up in the middle when you need it.
2: Yeah. Have you noticed, though, when you click on the uh, Find My op- uh, iPhone, it takes you to the App Store if you haven't got that installed on your machine?
0: Oh, no, I hadn't noticed that.
2: Mm, mm, that happened to me, so uh, Wait, that was on you, the iPad.
0: You have mobile Me then? Yeah. Okay, well, what do you think about it?
2: Uh, what about the the changes on the interface? Yeah, um, I, I for me I I don't like it so much because I don't use the web interface that much. But when I use it, I I do tend to go in and check and use the different applications, and I tend to use it on a Windows machine. Now, ah, when you go okay. when you go into um, the web interface. Um, I haven't actually checked this on the Windows machine at work yet, but I went onto the the web interface on Safari, and you have to click a cloud icon for the extra icons to appear. Yes. Whereas before you could just go up to the top bar and, and then choose. They, they,
0: yeah, and they were all right there.
2: Yeah. So to me, I'm I'm having to make an extra step to do what before I could do with one step. So, but it's minor. It's minor. Yeah. Um, well, you think you I think tend-
0: maybe they did it just to go, ooh, look, look what we did, isn't that cool?
2: Well I think I think they did it to differentiate because as I said on the iPad, when I clicked on the Find My Um iPhone um icon, it took me to the app store to download the Find My Um iPhone uh, app iPhone app. So there there's obviously some clever cleverness behind that. What and you, I think that did you it, did
0: you not have that app already? Right, I guess iPad. I guess you not, don't need it because you don't have an iPhone.
2: Not not on the iPad. No, but it'll find my iPad Touch because I got Mobile Me, and it does oh, find my iPad as well. It That's will true. locate both. It will locate both.
0: So it should, they should change the name to "Find My iDevice." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just yesterday, they also released. Now, uh, by yesterday, I mean Monday, which was what June twenty first. They released uh, iOS four. And pretty much, you know, I mean, if you saw the keynote or, or you follow lots of, you know, tech websites or tech podcasts, you, you pretty much know what's there. You know, you got folders, you got multitasking, you can change your wallpaper. You know, I've I've got mine changed to a picture of, of me and Captain America because that, <laughs> that's how I not, roll. Not me. Not huh? me. I guess I don't even have I don't have no idea what you look like. Gaz and I have been doing this show now for what? Almost three months. Is it that long? Yeah. I think it was like 285, 286 when we started. It was like a six-year prison sentence. <laughs> it'll it'll <laughs> feel worse than that pretty soon. <laughs> but uh, I, I, have, I have no idea what you look like.
2: Oh, great. I'll try and keep it that way. Yeah. Um... <laughs> well, in my case, that's a plus. <laughs> What, not knowing what I look like? Anyway, no, no, not this, knowing this what, not what I look like.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I guess but, for me, what, what I really liked, and we were talking about this before we started the show, was the uh, the Unified Mailbox
2: yeah i'm not so sure about that for me i've got i've got to try and use it i've got to use it at some point which won't be just yet because uh, obviously the new operating system won't work on my uh, first gen ipod touch no, and not. it's not available yet for the ipad so <laughs> not as such no no so i've got to kind of find out how that's going to work because i'm quite happy with the way um Maher works for me on the ipad
0: well the the one thing well now on the ipad it, it's it's kind of different because you know being a bigger screen, it's kind of easier to navigate around, True. but I, I always found that with the iPhone doing mail on the iPhone just seemed to be such a pain in the neck
2: backwards well, that, that, that and to... forward backwards and forwards with' yeah. uh, going yeah. different accounts yeah I'd, yeah, yeah and I've
0: got like seven email accounts that I follow with it, so mm. I go to check my mail, it's like, okay, you know let me scratch this hour block off <laughs> so but, but no, i, I, I I don't find it too much of a problem on the touch, so I, I don't know. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the iPad. because I can't imagine that there's not going to be some cool little tweaks, just particularly yeah. for the iPad, which is the only reason I can think of why they didn't release it at the same time.
2: Well, I think it's a matter of uh, getting their servers hit and just getting general customer satisfaction, you know break it out a, you know a bit at a time, just makes it a little bit easier rather than trying to do it uh, all at once, which I think that they tried to do once before, and it was a bit of a disaster for them
0: Oh yeah about. yeah, well, that was when they I think they released a phone uh, a new version of the iphone OS and a new version of mobile me yeah all yeah. on the that same was, day yeah that yeah. was not yeah. a who, good idea who whose brilliant friggin idea was that? <laughs> yeah, marketing. Yeah, well, um, spe-
2: but but, spe- to, but talking about disasters, and this yes. is fairly hot off the uh, hot off the press, so I can't can't go into too many details. I think I have to leave it as to a little snippet next week. But I've okay. actually got a couple of apps which um, I've got a first gen iPod Touch, and I've got the iPad. Now, the iPad doesn't have the iOS four uh, uh Implement implement. Uh, can't speak tonight. Implemented. Okay. So so. Obviously, it's still running on the previous software, right? Because you have the now, first
0: gen iPod, iPod Touch,
2: and I have the first gen iPod Touch, which is running. They're both both units are obviously running on the most up to date uh, pre iOS four um, software, right? Now, I have some apps which I've, as as you remember, Steve said, if you remember that we can have some of those apps and we can move them onto the iPad. We can hit the doubler if you want to and they look pretty good and I've got one or two apps which I do that with and I'm quite happy with them. Now, one or two of those apps have been updated and I noted earlier, although I noted it very briefly, I didn't really dig into it, that one or two of the apps didn't want to update and then basically, I'm not sure whether I've still got the old version on on my iPad because um, having one iPad in the family does get stolen by lots of the others. It wouldn't actually then update or run on the iPad. And which confused me slightly because it was still available to me and still running on the iPod Touch. So they're running the same software. I know they're two different devices, but Steve said that we could use those apps and they will be swapped over and i'll be able to use them but the software developer has updated them for the ios 4 and for the iphone 4 but it's not there's a there's a missing link somewhere they're not thinking about what's happening with people who have got older like,
0: devices yeah the
2: older device but a new ipad which is not on the ios 4 yet so i'm going to do a little bit of digging and see exactly what the situation is and um perhaps come back to you next week on that Times. Yeah,
0: it it does sound it does sound like it's it's more of a developer problem. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of iPads, um we're kind of running out of time for this segment, but I, you know what? I'm not going to worry about it because I think the second segment will be relatively short. Spe- and there's a reason why it's going to be relatively short and we'll go into that in the next segment. Um one of the things I wanted to talk about this week was using the iPad as an everyday device and this can kind of lead into you know possibly why they're holding off on releasing iOS 4 for the iPad. So you have an iPad yours you know yours came I've got mine uh you have the the non 3G one I have the 3G one but we're both using it in such a way that it's it's kind of taken over the, the slot, I, at least in, in my tech life, that I typically would have used a laptop before and ha- yep. ha- has that been your experience as well? Well,
2: and that was my anticipation at the start. One or two people you know, said to me, well, what are you going to use it for? And I said, well, I've got it in mind that it will be taking over certain jobs that currently I do with the MacBook and it's done exactly that, but it's done a little bit more as well because it it, it seems to be able to do those jobs so well it's now my preferred way of doing some of those, those jobs, yeah. which is uh, reading email. is just superb on the device. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, and, you know, they wanted to do um, uh, shows that we used to watch on the MacBook. Um, You know, just go to bed. There's nothing on, like, you know, we've got a, a series over here called ashes to ashes. Um, and we'd never really caught ashes to ashes when it was released on TV. Well, I- got a couple of um, um, the series um, in fact there's a, a pre-series called Life on Mars, now I believe the series actually came over in a, a, a guy's in the US, I'm, I'm not sure oh, if it was BBC, called Life on America. Mars or not no, I think it was actually redone um, in America. I think, I think. I'm, I'm not too sure on that. But anyway, it's life on Mars, and then it went to ashes to ashes. Uh, um, myself and I just kind of yeah, go to bed and we just sit and watch it. Now, prior to the iPad, we'd get the MacBook and, and just watch it on the MacBook. But the iPad is so much better to do it um, and watch the TV program. Yeah, it's and lighter. Reading email, perfect. Checking Twitter, perfect. Some of the games are just, you know Amazing. The kids they're pretty amazing and the kids love it as well. Um I yes, I've got a Facebook account and I check that out. But reading forums on it as well. Um I've got one or two forums that I go to and it's just brilliant for that. And the thing is, guy, it I just it's so easy just to pick up and walk around with it, you know. Whereas if you've got um the MacBook, I don't know if you find this, before you'd sit in one place with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, the
2: mobility of the iPad is what I think is the steal for it.
0: And you know, now, now the MacBook has has a, a thirteen point three inch screen. My MacBook Pro has a fifteen point four inch screen, and the iPad I think is a nine point seven inch screen, something yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood, somewhere around that. Yeah. But honestly, the the screen on the iPad is easily as clear as on. You know, my wife's MacBook, which is probably very similar to yours, it's it's cle- it's clearer than my, uh, it's a three-year-old MacBook Pro, but it, it's still, you know, that that's still a pretty good computer. I, I just find that, that using the iPad, as compared to getting out the laptop, opening it up, making sure that I've got it plugged in, because, you know, especially with, with an older laptop, you've got two to three hours of life in that battery yeah. even if it's fully yeah. charged before you got to start worrying about it and the battery life on the ipad is just it's phenomenal it's just friggin' amazing it's phenomenal you know, i'll go i'll go four or five days on a single charge with that yeah and not even think about it and then yeah. before i go to bed one night you know put it into the, the little dock that i have for it come out mm. the next day and it's all charged up
2: absolutely it is for that i mean the the say the mobility of it is just tr- absolutely tremendous absolutely yeah. tremendous because well, as you say you don't you don't have to worry i mean even if it gets down to 10 you're still, still good. you're still good for you know hour and
0: know. a half
2: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is it, it is pretty good for that
0: now one pretty thing good. one thing i have noticed that that's kind of weird um now the ipad requires uh, a higher slightly higher voltage to charge than mm-hmm. the other i devices do, yeah. and if you plug it into something that you've used to charge a uh, an iPod or an iPhone or an iPod Touch or any of these other devices, you know it, it won't show that it's charging. It'll actually say not charging on the top of the screen. But it's, but it's got a trickle charge. Going it's, it is. It is still charging, and I I kind of wish they would change that.
2: Mm, I agree with you
0: you know and they could go ahead and say you know i don't know change the nomenclature somewhat because just to out and out say it's not charging is going to you know scare some people yeah i agree now um
2: now the other thing the other thing is a lot of people obviously the the beauty of it as well is when you turn it off you're obviously not shutting the device down and that instant on is what makes it really useful oh, yeah. as well because you pick it up you press the button and it comes up now of course you're not you, you, even faster booting. than sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah,
0: I agree. Well, when but, by but, sleep I mean like on a, on on a laptop. Now, of course, it's not booting from uh,
2: being absolutely switched off, but the device seems to be quite happy to be able to do that, and that's you know much like your iPhone and the iPod Touch, of course. Yeah. And they've done a great job when it comes to that fingerprints. What do you think about fingerprints?
0: Oh well. <laughs> When when there's nothing showing on the screen, you'd it's be, awful. Yeah, you, I mean, you look at it, you're like, oh, this is disgusting. But then you turn it on, you can't see them. You can't see them. <laughs> you know. So, you know, I mean, uh, that's not you know, that's be a
2: little bit disgenuous That in, in most cases you just don't notice them once you've turned it on. Obviously, if you get it at a certain angle, you have got a bit of light. Yes, you'll see. You yeah. will see them. But it it takes a lot for you to think I need to clean this now.
0: Yeah, if you drop it in the mud, okay, you know it's going to be slightly obscured. But uh, if it's got an
2: elephant footprint on it, stop.
0: <laughs> check your peanut butter in the refrigerator. But that's a whole other story. Um, before before we end this, I wanted to talk about uh, what you think is going to be coming to the iPad with iOS four, as compared to say what's out now with the the smaller devices. Uh, why do why do you think it is that that they've delayed it for the iPad? <laughs>
2: I have no idea. And I've I've been I've actually been trying to think why they would be doing that and I've I've just not come up with any answers at all, guy. Um because it's it's slightly disappointing that they've you know, they've not brought it out at the same time. And I just can't I've been racking my mind to try and think why they would do that and why they'd delay it.
0: Well, the only thing that I can think of is that you know they're, they're building that huge server farm in North Carolina. It's over four hundred thousand square feet, and I think where they want to take iOS four as far as the iPad goes is wireless syncing. Because right now, if you want to move information on or off of it, you have to connect it to your computer, either either Windows or the Mac using iTunes. Well, what if what if they're they're going to configure it in such a way that you don't have to do that. You just sync through whatever network it is that you're connected up to. Okay,
1: and and then, that would have
0: to be done, I'm guessing, through Wi-Fi because at least over here in the States, AT&T would choke and die if you tried to, to do a major sync on your iPad through their, net, through their 3G network.
2: Okay, now, uh, I I think that would be great. My only question would be, one, why have they not just... Put it in there and delivered it to the iPad and had it in there but turned it off so that, you know, the hooks weren't there to be able to use it. And two, if that is going to be the case, are they going to differentiate between iPads and iPhone? Because all the iPhone users are going to say, I want, I want,
0: I want. Well, maybe they will. However, remember, I don't believe they have that that facility that I was just talking about completed yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. And but Apple, app. wait, wait, let me finish. Apple typically doesn't tell you about what it is that they're going to include in a device in the future until it's basically ready to go. So I'm, I'm thinking that in September, they're going to come out and they're going to say, oh, uh, re- remember how you used to have to have your your iPhone or your iPad connected up to your computer to sync all this stuff? Well, you don't have to do that anymore. So, your mother who doesn't have a computer doesn't have to come over to your house to get new content on it. Or, you know, little Jimmy wants to play some okay, game yeah. that you've bought yeah, in I've got, the past. I've got all of that. I've got okay. all of
2: that. Understand all that. Problem is, they put that in the hooks later on in, a, in an updated version. Yes. Why is the iPad? Why is the iPad still being missed out on the iOS for this time around? And that's why I'm saying I still can't get my mind why there's you know there's got to be I just can't get to grips to why we haven't got the version for the iPad yet because they can
0: they can do that in an update well they They can can, what you're saying in an update but there may be some technical differences between the iPhone 4 and the iPad and say uh, the third generation iPod Touch and the iPhone 3G and 3GS. So, you know, when they released iOS 4, they wanted to get it out with the most features that they could to the widest audience that they could. And if they had released iOS 4 and said, oh, it's only for people that have iPods and it's only for people that buy the iPhone 4. Could you imagine the uproar from, you know, the the Tech Granati? They would have they would have just. I mean, there would have been heads exploding all over the world. It would it would have been bigger than that than that volcano in Iceland. I I, I still don't get why I, I still don't get it. I still don't
2: get why that they couldn't have uh, adapted that to had it available for the iPad as well. Because it's it, it, I'm running an older OS on the iPad. Yes, with you know almost you know the second newest device. It's going to run on their latest device. It's, running on the, it's going to be running on uh, the iPhone 4. So, I, I, you know, there's something, obviously, which is restricting them to be able to do that. I agree with you. Um, and I still can't work out in my mind what it is because what you're talking about um, with Wi-Fi syncing, so you don't have to link up to, um, you know, an iTunes uh, machine. Uh, which I think would actually release this device <laughs> completely. It just make it a completely standalone device, which exactly. is exactly it's going to throw it into the you know it, upper stratosphere. Um, I mean, they've said they've said I've seen a report they've already sold three million of them. Yep. Um, but you know they can put those hooks in at a later stage. So there's obviously something technical as to why they've done exactly what they've done and not. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I agree with that, and I, and I think when. <laughs> And you know, I, I hate to sound like a fanboy, but I think Apple is really going to blow us away when they do release <laughs> iOS four for the iPad. There's going to be something there that's going to make people just freak out.
2: Well, I think I think on that we ought to on the the admission that you're an Apple fanboy, we will yeah. take into the first break.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about the the three hundredth podcast contest. And we're going to briefly go over all the prizes for first place and second place. And then we have a little surprise for you. So please, as I like to say, stand by to stand by, stand by for action. No, what, what was that you say? I say, stand by for action. Stand by for action. Stand by to stand by. We'll be... It was It was. It, it was an old Stingray. Did, uh, did you ever get Stingray? Oh, that's...
2: We're, we're heading into Geeky Show ever, too.
0: <laughs> oh, is that with the puppets? Gary yes. Anderson? Yeah, yeah. Jerry Love, Anderson. Jerry Anderson. Love that guy. That's All right, yeah, bless, that, that's, that's a subject for a whole nother show. <laughs> and there's a guy that was a geek. So anyway, we'll be right back. Gaz, we can finally talk about the great stuff we're giving away in celebration of MyMac.com's 300th podcast. 300 MyMac.com podcast is quite an achievement guy, so I hope the contest can live up to it. You know it will, and man, have some of the Mac developers of hardware and software come through this time. I'm looking at this list of
2: prizes, and I must admit, I'm a bit jealous that I'm not eligible to enter the competition. Me too, but two lucky listeners are going to get some great stuff. You know it. Look at what the first prize is an amp tune from mac alley smile on my mac pdf pen drive genius and data rescue from prosoft engineering
0: that's not all because they also get a copy of hazel from noodlesoft reggie ashworth's app delete boink software's photomagico 3 pro default photo x from st clair software and a Westone One TrueFit professional earphone from Westone.
2: Wow, that's a prize package of nearly seven hundred dollars, guy.
0: Yeah, second prize looks great too, Gaz.
2: It sure does. Another amp tune from Mac Alley. JoeSoft software here. Another copy of Smile on My Max PDF pen. Hazel from NoodleSoft. App delete from Reggie Ashworth. And finally. A second Westone One True Fit from Westone. That prize is worth almost $400, Gaz. So what do they have to do to win this great schwag, guy? Donate blood? Write an
0: essay? Promise their undying allegiance to Steve Jobs? Not quite that severe. All they have to do is send an email to contest at mymac.com. That's it? No dragon slaying or fighting off ogres? Well, they will need to include their email address, telephone number, and an address to ship to if they win one of the prizes besides software. So just send in an email to contest at mymac.com with your contact information and you're in. That's it. Don't you have some lawyer speak to AdMail Guy? All prizes awarded are the responsibility of the contest winners and the companies mentioned to ship and receive Some of the software awarded will consist of a download link sent to the winners with no box copy made available. MyMac.com and the MyMac.com podcast are not responsible for distribution of any of the prizes awarded. No administrative writers or podcast personnel from MyMac.com or the MyMac.com podcast or are associated with any of the companies awarding prizes for the MyMac.com's 300th podcast contest are eligible to enter. Thank you, and I wish I had remembered to breathe while recording all this.
2: Guy guy i think he's passed out don't let his sacrifice be in vain enter the mymac.com 300 podcast contest with an email to contest at mymac.com and we thank you for all your support at the mymac.com podcast we're back and just in the nick of time the g-men on the MyMac.com podcast.
0: Okay, and we are back. Uh, Gaz, this is back, this back. Is, this is is everyone's last edge. chance. This is everyone's it, last cool. chance. Now, this show will probably come out sometime on Thursday, which basically means you have somewhere, you know, if you get this show right after it comes out, you've got twenty probably about 24 hours or less to enter the th- MyMac.com's 300th podcast contest. Podcast contest. The,
2: the clock is ticking.
0: Yep, midnight <laughs> on June 25th, Eastern Standard Time here in the United States is your absolute last chance to enter this contest. And if you miss out on this, you've got no one but yourself to blame. <laughs> first prize. This is, uh, this, is this is this is first prize. It's a Mac Alley amp tune. We have smile on my max PDF pen. ProSoft Engineering's Drive Genius and Data Rescue, Hazel from Noodlesoft, Reggie, Ath- a- Reggie, Reggie, Ash- Reggie Ashworths He's <laughs> apt- doing it now. I know. God, <laughs> uh, Boink Software's PhotoMagico 3 Pro. That is that looks like some amazing software. Saint Clair Software's Default Folder X and Westone's Westone One True Fit Earphones. Which is is I mean we're talking almost seven hundred dollars in prizes and super i
2: mean second prize is pretty pretty good as well yes, I it mean, is. You've got, again you've got another mac alley amp amp tune uh you've got another license for smile on my mac pdf pen uh joseph's here um which is a set of headphones i believe is that
0: correct no no that's actually software it makes your audio that's sound better. Oh, that's right yeah
2: that's right that's right yeah it improves just your, your the sound on your machine yep um, Noodlesoft Hazel, Reggie Ashworth's app delete, uh, Saint Clair's software default folder X, uh, and Westone's Westone One True for earphones. And that's, and that's a, go ahead. Just under four hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. Now all of this stuff, you know, we we thank our sponsors for for giving us all this stuff so that we can give it to you. Um, the amp tune is yeah, they've a, been great. We're good. Yeah, big, they have big round of applause for those. For the Yay! <laughs> the uh the amp is a uh, like a little portable uh i think it's a radio speaker system that you can plug your iphone or your ipod touch into uh pdf pen from smile on my mac is is software that you can not only create pdfs but you can also edit them that's right that's
2: yep. a great piece of software i use that myself
0: yep drive genius and data rescue which are two programs that i have used very recently on my uh my Taekwondo instructor's various disabled Macintosh computers works great. And, I, I,
2: and I, Am I right in thinking that actually ProService uh, Drive Genius is, used to be used at the... I don't know whether it still is, but they used to use it at Apple at the Genius Bar as well?
0: Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, they uh, I don't know if they do anymore either.
2: But No, I'm not sure what they do now, but uh, I believe they used to. So And it's good good piece of great software.
0: software. Go
2: ahead. Then there's no- NoodleSoft uh, Hazel. Uh, which, which, which you is, use... Uh, w- I use. We spoke about that last week yep. for um, automating lots of little things. Then Reggie Ashworth's uh, App Delete uh, that'll just throw those apps in there and it'll find all of the associated files and get rid of it for you. Then Boyk's, uh software PhotoMagico for that's the Pro 3 as well. That that I think is a superb piece of uh, software. That.
0: I swear I want them to send me a copy. Boix, <laughs> if you're listening. You can send you can send a link to that software to guy at mymac com. That's guy at mymac.com. Uh,
2: then we've got Sinclair Software Default Folder X again. Some yep. software that I use. Um, and then we've got Westone's Westone One Two Fit earphones.
0: Yeah. Um, now after top, the contest is policy. over, uh, I'm going I'm going to contact Westone and, and uh, see if they'll if they'll send us each one of those because <laughs> I really really want to try those. And I don't think yeah, uh, I don't good. think anyone at the site has ever reviewed them. Maybe we can do a uh, uh, podcast review on those.
2: We could do a G-Men review on them, couldn't we? Yeah, we yeah, we them, sure could. We give them we give them the G-Men treatment.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll treat them better. They than get that. a G. They get a G rating. <laughs> a G rating. <laughs> yeah, it'll be x before we're done with them uh the only one that uh we haven't mentioned and this this was one of the differences between first prize and second prize was instead of getting the stuff from Prosoft you got softs here, which I actually had a chance to experience it at Macworld a couple of years ago i think we we talked about that oh, a yeah, few shows you said ago it was, uh, pretty good oh just uh, amazing the difference between just you know, playing it through, you know, whatever stuff QuickTime has, and playing it through JoeSoft here, that the difference was night and day. But this is—I mean, this is all software that that you you will use what? all I the time. Just had a sudden thought, and I don't know why this thought just jumped in my head. Well, that's uh, going that frightens the hell out of
2: me. But go ahead. I wonder if you can take out the vuvuzela sound in the background.
0: Oh, God, I wish it could. <laughs> I have caught a couple of those matches, and you know every once in a while, depending on yeah depending on on what time of the day it is like sometimes you'll get them on uh, the major english speaking channels a lot of times we you know you can only watch certain matches on the spanish channel yeah and you know, I would I would turn the sound down. Not so much because the Spanish was driving me crazy, but just the sound of those those <laughs> stupid voos were just oh, it's just maddening. I can't I cannot understand why they don't just take it out take it out of each one of the people's hands as they come in and then club them over the head with it.
2: <laughs> I think it gives it a certain je ne sais quoi.
0: Yeah, well, I, I understand the players aren't real happy about them. Ah, uh, well, tough. <laughs> yeah. And, That's why you're you're making the money and get the girls, okay? So just deal with it.
2: Yeah, deal with it, fellas.
0: (laughs) Now, this segment is going to be real quick. We're going to jump off here in just a second. And the reason being is that uh, the the former host of the MyMac.com podcast, uh, David Cohen, interviewed a segment with you, uh, what was it, a week and a half, two weeks ago? Uh, just well just over a week or so ago
2: yes yeah well, I, I basically contacted david and said you know we're coming up for 300 would you like to have a chat and um uh, we contacted each other we had a, a a due date and time which was a reasonable time not mid midnight although you know we both said to each other should we do it at midnight so it's like old times <laughs> 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 but we decided against it and um we had a uh, chat and um, I obviously recorded that chat and David talks about uh, how he um, became involved with my Mac and uh, I found it very interesting so I hope the listeners will too and when we kind of got to a certain length we had to kind of finish really because I could see the conversation going on and on and on and that's in fact what we did, we decided to split the conversation up into two segments so um this is kind of the first part and uh we'll be releasing the second part within well i i would say a few weeks do you think Guy?
0: oh easily easily you know yeah, let, so, let's get the let's get the uh the 300th podcast stuff out yeah. of the way um get that, get that move first yeah so basically uh when we finish this segment that's all that's going to be it for uh for gaz and me tonight and we will end the show with the the first part from from you and David Cohen and that comes straight after the uh, the next break. Yep. So, uh well, you'll be hearing from Gaz in the next segment. You won't be hearing from me, so I will say good night. Good luck and may the good news be yours. No, that's going to get me sued by CBS, but okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I think uh we're going to we're going to end this bit here. Uh any words of wisdom before we go, Gaz? Um man with wooden leg never stamp out fire. That's right, and for me, man who eats Mexican food should not stand by same open fire. Anyway, <laughs> so, oh, God, this show is just getting ridiculous. So we're going to end this very quickly before we lose The thing minds. is, people will think that was rehearsed. It was <laughs> off the cuff. Yeah, it was, it was, and, you know, are off the cuff in Taylor, no, you know what, no, yeah, I'm not, there. I'm going to leave, gonna it, leave there. it there. So for me, good night. Gaz?
2: Um, me, good night, and probably another one in a minute.
0: <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. It's Gaz. And Guy from the MyMac.com podcast. And we have a special offer for those who want to reach a broad audience of Macintosh, iPod, iPhone, or iPad users. Who would those people be, Guy? Any company offering hardware, software, or services related to Apple's products that want to reach a tech-savvy, diverse, and a worldwide market. That sounds
2: like it would fit right in with our audience, Guy. If only there was some way they could, you know... Let our listeners know about their products.
0: Funny you should say that, Gaz, because there is a way that they can.
2: What? There's a way that software and hardware vendors
0: could actually talk directly to our large audience? Sure is. All they have to do is advertise on the MyMac.com podcast.
2: Mm, What if they want banner ads on the MyMac.com website?
0: Well, for an extra charge, we'll give them banner ads, too. Mm, No, I don't think so. What? What? What are you saying no to? Well, how about
2: this? They advertise on the MyMac.com podcast, and we give them the banner ads on the MyMac.com website for free. <laughs> that's just crazy
0: talk only way i'll be a part of it guy all right all right we'll throw in the banner ads for free that's more like it so how do people find out more information simply send an email to ads at mymac.com that's a d s ads at mymac.com
2: that sounds easy enough so send in your request for more information to ads at mymac.com and thanks for listening to the podcast
1: Hey, this is Chew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is Chew. Connor. And? Ollie. From the... From inter- the International Mac, oh, Mac Podcast. <laughs> from the International Mac Podcast, all right? And we... Never. Never. Ever. Never, ever, ever <laughs> listen to Guy and Gaz, the G-Men. Oh, the G-men. What, the G-Men? What? Uh, from the MyMac.com com Podcast. podcast. Well, I have a very special guest with me tonight, and that is Mr. David Cohen. Hello, good e- hello. Yes, good evening, uh, David. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not Excellent. too bad at all. Excellent. It's good to hear your voice again.
1: Well, it's, it's nice to be sat in front of the microphone for a change, rather than uh, sat on the end of an, of an iPod listening in.
2: Oh, that's uh, well. I hope you're enjoying the shows. Uh, uh, Guy and I uh, have uh, had great fun doing them, and uh, long may it continue. But uh, Abs-
1: absolutely, yeah, I've, I have. I have enjoyed listening to me. It is, in some respects, it's nice to be um, to be just a listener and not and not be planning and you know <laughs> organizing and recording and and all of that sort of thing. But I do miss it as well. Uh,
2: yes, yeah. And I was going to ask you if you could do a little bit of he- you know help me out a little bit. <laughs> so obviously um yeah, you, you're on as a special guest but you're also on because we've got a bit of a milestone coming up which is well in probably this is probably going out obviously it's being pre-recorded but uh it's going to go out on our 300th show so i thought i'd ask you a question yeah. pretty much about when did you start on my mac and how did you find your way to MyMac and how
1: did you get involved it was a it was a fairly convoluted process actually from what i remember i've, I've a lot of it's kind of lost in the in the dim and distant, um, you know, absence of brain cells. But uh, <laughs> what what actually happened? I, I remember talking to Tim about this a couple of, a couple of months ago. Um, Tim, obviously, our uh, our former, another former host of the show. Um, I've got I've I'm, got a
2: feeling he might be making a, a sneak
1: uh, I appearance as well. I yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. so, yeah. Um, I was when I got into Apple Max, um, and at the round about the same time, it was around about the time the Mac Mini was launched, actually. Um, I also acquired an iPod Shuffle and started listening to podcasts. And I was listening to this podcast by these two guys called the my Mac Guys, and um, you know they were they were two kind of computer engineers who were really into Macs. And and it was it was one of my favourite podcasts, to be honest. They had really uh, they had you know a really interesting dynamic between them and everything. But like many podcasters back in the early days, they suffered from a bit of pod fade, uh, right. and they kind of. Um, they kind of wound it up or gave it up We just kind of stopped stopped doing shows Uh, but near one of their one of their final shows before they kind of um, gave up on it they actually mentioned that there was another podcast called My Mac uh, and this was obviously this podcast
2: Right, so, um, and there's me thinking you was talking about this. this exactly, vodka. no, this was a,
1: this was a different one. And, and Tim, I've talked to him, and he knew he knew one of these guys anyway, kind of peripherally, right? Um, and he was he was certainly aware that they had a show called the MIMAC Guys, um, and uh, yeah, they kind of just came across it. And obviously, uh, Tim had been doing it a little bit longer. And you know, back then the podcasts were few and far between, and there weren't yeah. weren't that many directories and that sort of thing. So anyway, I I kind of went and found the my mac podcast i figured well you know i like this one and this one's kind of coming to a close it's, it doesn't seem to be being updated very much anymore i'll try this other one and see so that's that's when i started listening so what sort uh, of time was that what sort of uh, no, so this, this must have been about uh, like, uh, 2005 maybe right so sometime I, I think then. 2005 is probably round about right and what happened is not long after i started listening tim and chad who were you know doing the show at the time yeah started started saying they were looking for writers they were looking for podcasters, looking for more listener contributions so uh and i in fact i do remember it was it was around t- about the time of hurricane katrina because tim did a uh, a campaign to try and raise money for hurricane katrina he got donations from loads of people he knew in them in the kind of the max sphere right. of products and then he sold them all off and donated all the um all well, the proceeds to Hurricane what good, Katrina. What a good idea. Yeah, and uh, and I got a, um, a, a, a... I don't have any more, actually. A, a shuffle, a stand for my shuffle, a, a thought-out stand for my shuffle from him. Right. And so we started kind of talking by email, and I, I started, you know, putting a few bits and pieces together and, and you know, saying maybe I'll do some writing. And uh, what actually happened after that is there was a, a Mac show in London. So I, inspired by... You know, his can do attitude and saying, well, anybody can do this if you've got the will of the way. I kind of got myself an Olympus uh, tape recorder and uh, a big microphone plugged in the top of it. And I went down to this Mac show and I started talking to the people on the stands and saying, well, yeah, I'm let's tell me about your product let's interview yeah you know, I, I don't know if you ever went to any of those shows I, the, yeah it, the ones that were held in olympia olympia Yeah.
2: i went to one um which was in 2007 i think it right, was. right yeah
1: one of the one of the last ones before yes that's right so it, it, you know it wasn't really very big i mean it, certainly nothing compared to macworld you could kind of get yourself around the, round the hall in the morning yes so so that's what i did and i also sat off in a corner and kind of documented my own thoughts and and uh after i put all that together i said to oh, tim and said here's something i did you know if you want to use it fine if you don't want to use it also fine but but i just kind of did it and and they ran it on the podcast and chad started calling me the london bureau chief of mine <laughs> and it became became a bit of a running joke you see brilliant uh, and i also then started writing a lot more for the site and doing reviews and that sort of thing Excellent. So that, that, that was really where it started. It kind of grew from there. I got an opportunity a couple of years later. I'd, I'd guested on the show every now and again, but I got an co- opportunity um, a couple of years, years later to go to uh, Macworld because I had some business in, in the California um, area the week that Macworld was on. This was a couple of years back. Um, so I kind of went out a bit early and, and got an opportunity to go to the show and meet up with, with Tim and, and Guy and some of the other guys from the from the show. Uh, and also I, I started doing a, a regular segment on the show which was pre-recorded and I sent in called the uh, Fenestration which was about using a Mac in a Windows world was kind of the theme. And I did, I did quite a few of those. Uh, there's probably about 50 or 60 of those that were done as a segment. But after the visit to Macworld when we actually met up in person, uh, Tim kind of invited me to be on the show you know, more regularly he, said, cause he really enjoyed talking to me and, yeah. to and that sort of thing And so I, I became became part of the show And uh, kind of started doing it regularly from there Fantastic Absolutely yeah. fantastic
2: Well, I certainly remember you as a regular on the show I mean, I, I didn't really find the My Mac podcast Until it was probably until later in 2008 And it might even have been 2009 yeah. um, But it was certainly it probably late 2008 um, yeah. And yeah I I just yeah listen to this podcast and I just like the whole relaxed way that the podcast was put together and there was no agenda really you know and when I mean agenda I mean you know it wasn't you know always looking for something to have to say about Apple products it was just yeah. you know
1: a relaxed conversation and I, I hope we can you know try and keep that going because I think it's I, I think it I, works I think there's definitely a place for that don't get me wrong I, I do enjoy some of the you know more structured shows oh yes uh, yes, and some, some of the kind of very newsy type of guys Um I think there's a place for those too the, the thing is is the advantage of, of something like this where it is more relaxed and more interactive is that it's 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 much more of an easy listen. Uh, yeah. particularly as well if it's not necessarily tied to the news, it doesn't you don't have to feel compelled to listen to it the day it comes out if you don't want to yeah,
2: that's right. It's more like a radio show, isn't it? And Exactly uh, I'll you know, be honest i I'll be honest with you, I like listening to the radio.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> well I, I, I used to like listening to the radio. I, I think since I got into podcasts I listen to the radio about once once well, every Every six months, I think
2: well here's the weird thing david here's the weird thing. I now listen to more radio via a podcast than I ever listen to radio yeah I, I because don't like because them. the b b c put a lot of their radio shows out on yeah. on podcasts now, obviously, the one thing you do miss out is on the music, but very often you listen to you know the likes of um uh, well i don't listen to steve Wright i've got to've got to admit but um uh, Oh, I've gone blank now. I've gone completely blank. Chris Evans. Chris Evans is one, yeah. but also um, Simon Mayo. That's the one, right. Simon Mayo, and uh, he does film reviews. Yeah. And he also does book reviews. And uh, as I say, I seem to listen to more radio via podcast
1: than I ever listen to radio. Incredible.
2: Yeah, It's, a, it's a
1: fantastic uh, medium, I think. A fantastic I, medium. I think, I think that's what the way things are moving, to. If you look at the popularity of DVRs now, people are... Very much about recording and, and watching stuff when they want to watch it rather and when they want to consume it rather than um, being stuck to a schedule um, and and I certainly find I mean, we hardly ever watch anything live anymore it 's very very unusual to watch something live. Or to that's right, to it's, iP- it's,
2: it's always streamed, or you know, especially in the UK now with our, the BBC's iPlayer and uh, I mean, I think all of the channels now have got some sort of catch-up service, haven't they? That's right, so, yeah, yeah,
1: and so. certainly if you've, if you've got a, you know, nice nifty device like an iPad, then uh, that's the perfect media consumption device for Well, uh, wh-
2: what a segue, because I was actually <laughs> going to ask you whether you have an iPad to be honest with you.
1: I, I'm very fortunate to have an iPad actually, because I, I wasn't expecting to get one. Um, financially, I wasn't really in a position where I could I could be spending that sort of money on a discretionary item. Yes. Um, so I wasn't expecting to get one at all. Uh, I was expecting to have to save up my pennies. Yeah. Um, but uh, my, my family have clubbed together and bought me one for my birthday. So I'm very, very lucky that I took delivery of an iPad. So when was it your birthday? Uh, uh, my birthday was in April. Um,
2: right. Well, many so was, happy returns for then. Thank you
1: very much. <laughs> and uh, it was a significant birthday. and um, Dare I ask? I was forty, so uh, consequently, I was um, I wasn't in the fortunate position that that people were feeling more generous than the lump of coal they normally get me. (laughs) And so, um, yes, they did get come together to get me an iPad, and uh, I'm extremely pleased with it.
2: Yes, I really. Yeah, how are you finding it?
1: It's it's just amazing. I it's becoming slightly annoying using it in public now because the number of people who, I mean. I would imagine it's worse in the States where people are much more gregarious and quite happy to come over and, yes. and interact with you. Obviously, we have this British Reserve thing. Yes, out. they kind of
2: they're, 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 they'll sit there facing the opposite direction, but their eyes will be gliding That's right. across at you. Get, you
1: get peered at. And, <laughs> you know, it's like well, what have you got there? I think it's an iPad but I'm not sure and I'm going to try and look without making you think that I'm looking. And, of course, you're fully aware of it. And at that point, you can't concentrate on what you're doing. <laughs> so, um, so yes, I'm getting an awful lot of that. and uh, But I it really is an amazing device. I, I find the form factor is in, and the and the functionality you get from it is such that I'm ca- I carry it most places with me now. Yes. Uh, and I'm consequently doing a lot more of the things that I would normally do on a laptop. I'm I'm doing on the iPad just because I have it with me. It's kind of like you know they say with a f- uh, camera that the best camera you have is the one you have with you. Yes. This is like the best computer you have. The best I internet agree. connection you have is the one you have with you. I and agree. And that used to be your iPhone, but but now, you know, the iPhone seems much as much as I love the iPhone, it just seems so cramped and <laughs>
2: It's incredible because <laughs> before I I got hold of the iPad, I, I you know, and I still love the the iPod Touch. But before I got the iPad, you know, this was just a fantastic device, and the size really didn't matter. It was it was big enough. It was perfect. It fitted in the hand. But now, I, I totally agree with you. If it, if I'm in the house, the the iPod, I'm afraid, does get put to one side. Sure. When I get a chance to use the iPad, because I'm afraid the family have have, have taken it up with an absolute storm, and um, the only thing we haven't really done any heavy, what I call heavy lifting with it yet. So you know that that'll be the key as to you know just how much we can use it by you know using numbers and using um, pages, etc.,
1: etc. But yeah, I've, I've been looking at that fairly intensely for the last couple of days. Um, I. I I belong to a couple of online forum groups who are very interested in using it as a productivity tool as opposed to a a media device and a web browser. So I've been really been been trying to work it out for that and trying a lot of the different programs that are available for um, document editing. And uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. I think the the software needs to mature a little bit. Pages is a fabulous word processor, but it... It's a little bit of a silo because it's so difficult to get information in and out of it.
2: Yeah, I, and I think they'll fix that, to be honest with you. I've got a feeling that um, we will see um, over-the-air syncing with it. I think that'll come, and I think the printing will be sorted. I think he's, uh, Mr Jobs has already uh, indicated that that's going to come. Um, uh, if they can, if they can have a, an option to print either to a printer or to print to PDF, and as long yeah. as you can get those documents then onto whatever device, other device you need them to go on, then yeah. you know they'll have it sorted. It'll be an absolute winner. There'll be no complaints. I think. I'm also trying few. to
1: find, yeah, I'm also trying to find a, a good interoperability tool so I can work on a Word document that's been created in a PC. On the iPad and then round trip it back, and that is still not really there at the moment. No. I just bought uh, the Documents to Go suite, um, which allows you to do the editing. The problem is if you're not careful, the round tripping kind of loses stuff on the way back.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, pa- yeah. I mean Pages is
1: terrible for that. The um, the Word supporting Pages isn't certainly the kind of the documents we use, which are all pre formatted at work. They kind of get... Um, the first thing that happens as soon as you load them up in pages, you get a nice dialog box telling you all the things it's done to it to ruin it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I've changed, changed this font, and I've, I've, I've stripped out these tables, and I've merged these things together, and I've converted these graphics and all that sort of thing, and you think, well, this, this document's not going back to anybody again because they've <laughs> got a spare. Um, so, so that's something that, that does need a little bit of work. And, um, I, I mean, what I'd really like to see is, a, is either a decent online version or a decent um, iPad version of Word.
2: Yeah, that would I be, agree.
1: That would be I absolutely agree. fantastic, but I don't know whether uh, Microsoft or er- would ever be so inclined. No, I I don't think so.
2: Well, you did mention your birthday, and obviously this is uh, a birthday edition special as well. So I think uh, I think we'll say uh, well done because I'm still relatively new to MyMac as well. So I I, I think we ought to just uh, uh, get to an end and say uh, happy birthday to
1: MyMac, and I'll also but say ha- happy birthday to yourself as well. Thank you very much. Now, as as you as you being a UK uh, chap, Gaz, yes, as you know, we have a, a strong tradition in the UK of burning effigies of Guy to commemorate um, commemorate memorials um, 5th of November obviously is the normal one but I, I think I'm going to get a bonfire going That's myself in the, this evening uh, I've got a nice 9 foot straw man um, I thought I'd change the head instead of straw we put some marijuana in there just to commemorate Guy's hippie years and uh, we'll get the bonfire going what do you think? I think I'm there I'm there already Absolutely I'll, post, I'll post the video on YouTube so everyone can that see It is up.
2: fabulous I'll tell you what bonfire night we'll never seem the same again now <laughs> lovely talking to you guys super thanks very much david
0: and thank you for listening to the mymac.com podcast please send all feedback to podcast at mymac.com be sure to check out our other shows including geekiest show ever my photo tech podcast your own victory garden and sam's cool Picks. all available in itunes